On the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is um, this is the Back Nine Bros podcast, and we're here to talk what we're good at or what two people on here, actually three, are good at. Uh, and we're going to talk golf. We're back for another week. Uh, we've got Drooby. We've got Pole looking sun-kissed as ever. And we also got Bobo somewhere over there in the abyss. Um, but we're ready to rock. We're ready to roll. So let's jump into this. Uh, who wants to take this boy away? Good talk. Some uh, some 3M open. Yeah. Um, Lee, Lee Hodges, absolute dominant performance. I mean, no, no one else had a chance. He was just ball striking machine, beautiful golf swing, Alabama product. JT called his swing one of the prettiest swings on tour. And I agree with him. Just an all-around dominant performance. Great putter. I know he works with Potter's Putting, the Instagram uh, legend. And um, obviously something's working there and good for him to get that win. I think, like, there's not much to talk about there because of how dominant he was. But the better stories I think we had on um, the Corn Ferry Tour, not sure if you guys got to watch that. Barstool was broadcasting it. It was incredible to watch. Great playoff in Chicago at the NV5 Invitational, whatever the heck it's called, and it was awesome. Uh, also, British Open, Senior Open Championship, excuse me, playoff there. Absolute carnage on the last day with guys shooting high 70s, so that was awesome to watch. It was just a great week of golf in general, maybe not a great week on the PGA Tour, and you also had Celine Boutier won her uh, her home tournament at the Evian Championship. We can't forget that with the ladies' golf. But um, great week of golf, maybe not on the PGA Tour, but I thought the Corn Ferry Tour was awesome, and I thought watching that Champions Tour this morning was awesome. Uh, Paul, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, dude, Celine Boutier getting it done, but runner-up, Brooke Henderson. Let's go. Another good week for Brooke, climbing up those rankings. But, um, yeah, dude. Lee Hodges absolutely obliterated the field. Um, good to see Kevin Streelman playing well. He's as he's trying to make a push to get into the playoffs. I think he's moved into the 83rd position, I believe, in the standings. And look, dude, it's going to be a tight race. I mean, it's only 70 this year, so you know those guys in the in the bubble, like one 100 to 110 i mean those guys are really feel like feeling let down i mean because they had solid years too and they're just feeling like okay i've got to basically almost win win them to just make the playoffs now after having a solid season for the most part you know you're you're in the you're inside top 125 that's solid season in my book but according to some of the new guidelines they they expect a lot more out of the players but anyways we won't get into that, but yeah, it was a good week. I might be a little controversial here, real quick, but I think the PGA Tour is dead right now. It's it's in a dead zone. I mean, majors are done, the playoffs like next two weeks. Like, say, see, I'll be on a beach. I ain't watching any of this. It's just because of the fact that like there's nothing that exciting other than maybe a couple of guys who are fringe players to get into the the playoffs here and have a shot at that massive purse. But call me crazy, that's just the way I see it. See, I'm going to disagree with you there because I think the big storyline that's coming and the big storyline, and I'm interested to see what he needs to finish to actually make the playoffs is the fact that one of the best players in the world has lost his game in JT, and he's got to somehow find a way to make the playoffs to not only make the playoffs to help his career out, but also to have a good week at Wyndham just to make the Ryder Cup. I mean, he is one of the best players in the world. He doesn't just lose it like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not a Smiley Kaufman situation. He'll obviously find it. Ricky found it. Everyone goes through this, but boy, did he pick a bad time to go through this. But 
Yeah, I'd agree with you in the sense that the majors are over. It sucks, but we're only a couple, a month away, a little over a month away from Eastlake. Eastlake's a great golf course. We love the tour championship. I don't think it's close to dead. I think when it's close to dead is when that's open over and we get into the wraparound season and we're watching, I don't know, Michael Gliga compete at the Sanderson Farms. I don't really need to see that, but no, it's going to be interesting. I'm wondering, I probably have to look it up, what kind of finish JT needs to make it and sneak into the playoffs, but I don't know. It was a it was a boring week on the PJ tour. I'd agree with you there with Lee Hodges. I didn't even watch it today because he was just so dominant. I mean, credit to him, but like I don't want to watch that. I'd rather watch the corn fairy thing. And I want to talk about that because I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch that broadcast, Bo. I know I said you did you said you did. I thought it was awesome. We had the four play guys doing it, and it was just like a nice change. Like, of course they're cursing because it's on their own website and stuff like that, but it was just such like a more fun kind of like what Colt Nose provides to CBS except times 10. And I thought it was fabulous to watch. And on top of it, they had a great end to a great tournament too. So, so what would you say is uh, the real factor that makes it more enjoyable to watch? Like you've seen good broadcasts and broad, bad broadcasts on the PGA tour, but what's something that maybe CBS or NBC could pick up from that um, corn fairy broadcast from that? Well, I want to chime in real fast. I think it's tough for them. Barstool is very relatable. Like, there are characters that a lot of people know and follow. So you're listening to these guys that you listen to on a daily basis. Like, obviously, we listen to CBS and NBC, but you don't know the guys' personalities nearly as well. It's almost like listening to foreplay consistently, at least in my shoes. I kind of know what the guys are like. I know all their personalities. So listening to them announce, like, do something much more serious than just record a fun podcast is kind of entertaining because it's kind of outside of their comfort zone. Um, it's it's different. Like, it's not like NBC can just take what Barstool did and apply it to their own work, because it's not like the guys that they have broadcasting. It's not like Dan Hicks is going to record his own podcast with a few of his buddies. Uh, but despite the foreplay guys not being professionals, I think they did a good job. I think people liked it just because it was different. It was these guys who were mediocre golfers, but just loved the game, announcing about it, and talking bullshit like we do on the back patio after playing 18. I think obviously also for some listeners that watched it, um, there's obviously some flaws given that it's their first recording. Like they're, they're, I mean, first live broadcast, they're talking over each other. And I'm sure if they do another one, they'd be able to figure that out. But yeah, I just think it's because kind of like our age, our generation, it's what we grew up with. These guys have a social media presence. They have a presence on Twitter. Dan Rappaport has a huge presence on Twitter. Four plays all over Instagram. People love making fun of Riggs and his putting stroke and all that stuff. So it's like, I don't see Paul Easinger on social media. Like, I mean, I don't like him anyway, but like if I saw him on social media, I wouldn't like it. But yeah, it's just the fact that hey, we know who these guys are. And sure, they're not like professional golfers like Colt Nose was. Like Colt Nose is the best thing CBS ever did. It could also be because they're younger, but it's also because it's just like more fun. Like they weren't afraid to say anything. Like a guy like misses a short putt, like they're like, they're shit talking him. And it was cool to hear. I mean, obviously you wouldn't hear that. They'd have to dial it back if they were going to be on NBC or CBS or a national broadcast, but. I don't know. It was something different and it was cool to see something different because golf has become, it's grown into the sense that it's less of the old people, country club, so formal. And that's what you get with NBC with Jim Nance. I mean, I hate to say it, Dan Hicks, Azinger. It's just so formal and so boring. So it's nice to hear something fun in the sense of that. Yeah. And I think just 
like kind of piggybacking on what you're saying. I think it's great for the players on the Corn Ferry Tour to have this exposure to a, a large audience. Because in a sense, you are looking at the pipeline of the PJ Tour um, when you watch the Corn Ferry Tour events. And it, it, I don't know, maybe it could increase the revenue, the profit sharing of that tour and give these guys a bit larger purses. I don't know how that, that financial side works out on like the PJ Tour but or even Corn Ferry Tour. But it's got to be awesome for these guys who no one really knows who they are. No one really follows it on a, a deep, like, as not as deeply as like the PGA Tour, but I guess what the main point is, is that Barstool, with them doing that, allowed these guys to get more exposure and um, hopefully a larger platform for the future. No, yeah, that's all. I, I, uh, I was going to say, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think it's like, you know, a lot of the guys, like you said, are guys not many people heard of. And, and a lot of those guys are going to be really good tour players in the very, very near future. So, I mean, like you got a guy like Ben Coles who was on the PGA Tour, lost his card, now dominating the Corn Ferry Tour. So, I mean, he's getting a, a lot of big rep this year, So, which is big for a guy like him. The fact that you see how many people follow Four Play Pod, almost a million people, how many people follow Barstool. The Corn Ferry Tour, we always talk about this. The final round is broadcasted on Golf Channel. It's broadcasted for, what, two hours? And you only get to see the back nine. You got to see the whole week this this week. And kind of like Patrick Fishburne is getting posted on Instagram to over 700,000 people that follow Foreplay Pod. The majority of people that follow Foreplay Pod are people that are getting into golf. Let's be real. They're not advanced golfers. They're not people who have played the game their whole life. They're people that are getting into golf. And they see that and they become a fan. It's great for the game of golf. And I think that Barstool should continue to broadcast Corn Ferry events every week. I think that Golf Channel and um, the PGA Tour and the Corn Ferry should look into that. I mean, that's like something that is growing the game. We're always looking at new ways to grow the game. And just I, th- I thought it was fabulous and I thought it was a great way to go. And sure, there's some things they can improve upon. But I, I just thought it was great when it comes to growing the game of golf. Agreed. Why don't we talk about the tournament next week, the Wyndham Championship? Why don't we get some picks in? Maybe yeah. we can preview some other tours, too, if you'd like. Why don't we talk about the Wyndham, the last event? I'm interested, as I mentioned, to see what JT has to finish to even sneak into the playoffs. I wonder if he has to win. I don't, I don't even know how it is. But let's let's talk some Wyndham. Why don't we get into some uh, – give me some – let's start with the DFL. Has anybody had a chance to look at the field, or shall I start? I mean, all right, I've got my DFL. Um, I'm going Cameron Champ. I think he's had a horrible season. Um, just nowhere, his game is nowhere to be found. And, yeah, I, I mean, narrow golf course, very small greens, got to have a good short game. This is not a golf course for him. End of story. He's in the field. Why not? Give me Michael Gligic. He's in the field at the window? Yeah, he's in the field. Wow. I, I mean, he has been playing okay, though, Drew. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. He missed the cut this week. I gave him a break, and he missed the cut, so I'm taking uh, it. Right. I'm going to uh, go with Justin Thomas. <laughs> For D. All right. I mean, I, yeah. He's done. His career's over. He had Look, a good one. He won a few majors, but he's done. I think he I think he I don't think he's ever won in a major again, but I think he'll win maybe one or two more times and that's it. I think I think he will win multiple more majors if we're being serious. 
Yeah, if we're actually being serious, I think he'll find it within two months. And he'll come back next year and win like four events. Yeah, my DFL, by the you way. You guys said the same thing about Speeth, and it still hasn't happened. He's just won once. It will happen. My DFL, Rory Sabatini. Good pick. Fucking <laughs> That's not a bad pick. No one loser. Absolute bomb. You damn well know he like he like begged Greg Norman to give him a live offer. They probably didn't give him a live yeah. Offer. I watched perfect. his like PGA Tour memes account, like home tour. Dude, the guy's got the worst taste I've ever seen, and it you just see what looking at. I don't even care about how well he plays ever. Just his outfits are abysmal. Like poker tone makes me want to turn my TV off whenever I see him come up on the screen. Poker tone. You know, you don't like the uh, the top hat he wears, dude. That top hat, nah. He looks like Bob the Builder. He also has like weird clothes on always, and like. You know he loves his his drinks when his stomach's like a firm beer belly. It looks like he's he has, pr- he has that. Golf he looks like Mark. Bag. He looks like Mark Slobom. He has that golf bag that's not even a golf bag. It's like a. Uh, it's like got all the clubs and it's not even a bag. It's really stupid. I don't even know how to explain it. But a, a like crazy it's got one slot for each club. You're saying it's like a. I don't even know. You got to look it up. It looks really stupid. But um, a crazy thing to me is that Grayson Murray is like the eighth alternate for this week. That is He's kind of, having a good season. How is he not in the field? That's just strange to me. Well, didn't he almost win a few weeks ago? Yeah, he's been playing well for the past, like, month. I don't really get that. But, all right. Uh, that is Grayson Murray. Sleeper, sleeper dark horse. Who, who wants to go here? Yeah. Um, I mean – my sleeper is going to be Mr. PK, Patton Gazar. I think he knows he has to come out and play well. So, And I, he played really poorly last week in Twin Cities. But, look, I mean, he, he has played well in this golf course. And I, I like him this week. He's, you know, he's had some signs this year. So, I like – I think he's a good dark horse. Give me a guy that should have won this year that's been playing good golf. I wouldn't say all year, but most of the year, low key. Give me Adam Shank as my sleeper. He's he's had a tremendous year, dude. I, yeah, I he, love that. He should have yeah. won a couple. Yeah, should have won like multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Give me Adam Shank. Sleeper for me, Harris English. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I'm refusing to take a sleeper because I think everybody will be awake this week. Oh, he's one of you those just, guys. You just got the jokes, huh? I mean, you're just full of jokes right now. I the real reason is I, you guys can tell through the Zoom that I am, as Matt said, moving around the house. So I was not able to look at the field, and because of I'll that, give I, I will give you one. I will give you one. Right, you, you, you pick for me, Drew. You will be taking Taylor Pendrick. Okay, Taylor Pendrick, DFL. Oh, he's been playing well. No sleeper, not DFL sleeper. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Kendra, that's why, my boy. Why are you even boy. here? Why are you even here, Bo? To go take a nap. All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> um, All right, Dark Horse. No. I'm going Kramer Hakak. You just, <laughs> you just like saying his name, Sully. You just yeah, like, you, just like you, know, you like incorrectly pronouncing his last name. That's Kramer Hakak. Kramer Hakak. Even, even after he was a guest on our podcast. Yeah. Kramer Hickok. Correct. Yeah. Kramer Hickok. Kramer Hickok. My, um, so would pronounce it. Sorry. 
I mispronounce my own name. I say shithead, asshole, dumb fuck sometimes. You know, it's it's hard. <laughs> oh, is that not your real name? I always was under that impression. I do. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um... Lock top 10 or you haven't done your sleeper yet? Well, I did it. Yeah, I haven't done the sleeper. You know, I got to go with Keith Mitchell on this one. A little casual key. Hold up, hold up. You just gave PK. What was Pat and Kazire? That was your so, sleeper. Sully, Sully gave a dark horse and a sleeper. What the? What? Which, yeah, which is what why are we I'm doing like, here? Okay. What are we doing here? That's a synonym. Those are synonyms for each other. What are we doing on this podcast, man? Yeah, I don't know. S- sorry, I don't have a thesaurus next to me right now. So uh, <laughs> I was unable to know that they're synonyms of each other. So uh, I'll just go, um, yeah, I'll just go with my sleeper pick the cock? of Harris English, and I'll uh, yeah. the dark horse if it starts problems for you, okay? <laughs> and I'll stick with PK. All right, lock top 10. Lock top 10? Ooh, yeah. I've got to go with Ben Martin. That is so interesting, but okay. Yeah, I like it. Good, Good season so far, so. You know what? Since you're going interesting, I'll do it too. Peter Quest, lock top ten. Okay, I mean he's been playing good golf. That's yeah. fair. Peter Quest. Uh, my lock top ten, Cashmere Keith, baby, lock it in. My lock oh, top ten. I I don't even know if he's in the field, but I'm gonna go Jim Herman. He's in the field, but that's a Hermy. Former, former champion. Former Hermie, champion. This event. Her, Hermie made the cut and finished DFL this week. And he won the Wyndham a few years ago, so he's in good form. All right. All right. Winner. Winner. You know, this guy is finally going to get a win. Ben Griffin. Ben Griffin, boys. I just want to say this He's been knocking on the door all fucking season. He's going to win. Okay, nothing on Ben Griffin, just saying that. Um, But the whole TikTok thing – with his girlfriend and wife or yeah. something like that. Yeah, dude. Like I agree. it's kind of repulsive. I it's too much it's too much for me. It's I'm like we it. get it. Like I I think he's a nice guy and everything, but just I don't know. I don't know. It's a little it's a little much. Um, we're talking about a golf course where it's not that long and you have to hit it straight and hit greens and you gotta drain putts. Give me ZB, Zach Blair, to take it home this week. Playing great golf all year. Just had another top 15 or 10, whatever you finish this week. Give me Zach Blair. Um, I'm between two right now, but I don't know. I think that Sam Burns is going to bring it home. Safe pick. It's a safe pick. I mean, he was knocking on the doorstep at the open. I think he's still got good golf in him. So uh, it was bad to see him in that last round, but yeah, that's that's it for me on that. Um, I do have a pick this time. You want me to go? I would love for you to go, Mister Ludwig Aberg. Oh yeah, he's just a machine. Oh yeah, great one there. When you look up machine, I actually just looked up. You guys ever heard of Merriam-Webster, the dictionary? Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's where I I got my. That's yeah, where I get you, my Drew memorized it apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Drew's brain. Anyway, I just looked it up. I looked up machine, and the definition said Ludwig, and part of speech was Aberg. So, I think uh, 
He's in for a good one. Well, I looked your name up in the thesaurus and it said full of shit, so. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to be entertaining. I, I also looked your name up in the thesaurus and it said 2023 USAM champion. Yeah. Oh, wait. So does everybody know here? And I looked up your name and it said 2023 USAM caddy champion. All right. Oh. I'll give you another guy that will play that that will play well this week. Give you a little bonus action. Akshay is going to play well this week. Yeah, he's good. He's very, yeah, I agree. He's very good. good. But uh, but anyway, guys, look, that's going to do it for us. I mean, we got we had some solid picks in there, and uh, yeah, we'll see who is in and who is out for the FedEx Cup playoffs. And this is we'll going to be an interesting week. weekend, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Well, but. we'll be back here next week, uh, maybe with a guest they join. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks for tuning in.